Hello, and welcome to Lit by Moonlight, where it's not a phase to go absolutely insane, just completely apeshit. For 11 months straight, or 12 months, or however long it's been now. However long it takes to make a baby. <laughs> so, Caitlin, what are we talking about this week? Today, we are talking about Our Flag Means Death, Season 1, Episode 10, Wherever You Go, There You Are. I'm Emberlin, and I can't believe they've done this to me. <laughs> I'm Caitlin, and is Season 2 out yet? Oh, good question. <laughs> Where is it? So, I hope by now, like, uh, by the time like we put this episode out, that it's either starting to air or we at least have a date. Yeah. I, I would like to know. I feel like if that's the case, we at least owe our viewers an update and yeah. our listeners. Yeah. Hey, guys. It's editing Caitlin um, and my cat, who decided to be here for the update. Um, and that update is we have no update. There's nothing. We have no new information. Today it is March 21st. The episode airs on the 24th, and we recorded this in January, and we still have nothing. Uh, no air date, no release date, not even a poster. So um, we continue to clown in this household. Uh, I agree. It is kind of bullshit. Yep, we have no new information. She's really upset. She loved the show so much. Um, but yeah, you want to say hi? You want to say, where's season two? She doesn't even know where she is, so why would she know where that season two is? Anyway, uh, let's see if this season exists at this point, and um, we'll we'll be we'll be here when we have new news. Okay, enjoy the rest of the episode. <laughs> so, Caitlin, this episode is yeah. another heavy one for <laughs> many reasons. Um, in part because we see the aftermath of Steed's decision to leave and go back to Mary um, and how that affects pretty much everyone around him. Mm -hmm. Um, We see uh, Mary kind of grappling with having Steed back and the fact that he already seems to be taking up too much room in her already very full life. We see Ed mourning, grieving, going through a breakup, healing, not healing, murdering, etc. Lots of things. (laughs) And then we see Izzy kind of trying to counteract all of that by turning Ed back into Blackbeard, the captain that he knows and loves. Um, like every toxic ex does best, you know, turning you back into someone you're no longer are anymore. Um, and then we have Steed recognizing that his true love really is Ed and putting together a fuckery with the intention of getting back to him and in, in the process helping Mary's life go back to the way it was before Steed returned. So, Caitlin, what hooked you in this episode? Uh, I really love that this episode started from Mary's point of view and how we got to see her life and how she's absolutely thriving without yes. Steed. Uh, <laughs> there are so many parts in this episode where I'm just like, oh, good for her. Like yeah. That Arrested Development meme, just like, good, good for, for her. her. Peeling like, a cupcake, yeah. Oh, she's just living her best life. She's like playing with her children. She's in love with someone who loves her back. Mm-hmm. She, she has this great painting career yeah. that she never got to do before. She has a great relationship with her children. She's just absolutely thriving thriving yeah that was mine as well i was it was just really lovely to see her come out of her shell um i think that's something that a lot of writers don't end up giving um the alternative love interest Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. to speak in a story um and i'm glad that she got that instead of some weird like villain like i'm nothing without you yeah type uh perspective i really like that she got to grow in her and kind of like utilize her widow um, identity to her advantage to help her become a better painter good for her um yeah like <laughs> so awesome um and then the other thing that really hooked me in this episode was ed 
um, doing what all people do when they're heartbroken and writing song lyrics. Yeah. Um, but specifically that his song lyrics were a lot about like hanging on by a thread yeah. and like whether or not he should let go. Clearly a nod to him trying to determine whether or not he should let go of Ed and yeah. kind of he's hanging on by a thread to who he really is deep down. But at the same time, there's a potential of him falling off and becoming the Kraken fully, completely and utterly devastatingly. Sadly, I pull the thesaurus. <laughs> Painfully, hurtfully, agonizingly. 40 minutes later. Ow! <laughs> so, Caitlin, what was your favorite part from episode 10? Oh, my favorite, 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 favorite scene is um, how does it feel to be in love? That whole scene. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite scene in the entire season. And it's one, because of how sweet it is, and mm-hmm. two, because when I first watched it, it made me bawl my little eyes out. Yeah. So much. I cried again today. I think I cry every time I watch it. Mm-hmm. Because it's just so beautiful. And um, it really made me like, even though they kissed in the last episode. Right. Um, and that should have, you would think, would be like confirmation enough that like, they're doing this. This has been yeah. a love story the entire time. Like, right. yay. There you go. This scene in particular really just like, it really like, set in the fact that they've been planning this from the beginning yeah and that montage of scenes of ed and steve's time together right with mary's voiceover of being like oh like he knows all my idiosyncrasies we make each other laugh we learn from each other like laid across all of these things that we've seen all season it really just like proved where i'm like oh they've been planning this from the beginning yeah they wanted to do this right like this has been the, like this was the plan this the, the show's time. intention they didn't just throw it together last Half minute because people like, were yelling what if they kissed right now yeah. yeah and it's just so beautifully done and i like that it wasn't even like all of the moments that you would think it would be like i like that in a steed's um, as he's like thinking about all their time together, we don't see the moonlight scene. Yeah, we don't see like the bathtub scene where that was a more intimate scene with them. We don't mm. even see the kiss in that scene, mm. which is I think really important to where he's like looking back on all these moments where he thought, "Oh wow, he's a really good friend, yeah. and I really like him." But I don't know what this other thing is. Yeah. But we're having a good time. Like I really like that it showed. Um, like all of those moments and also like the scene where you know ed stabs a knife by that guy and is like threatening him and mm-hmm. steve's like steve loves that he part showed of me ed. something new yeah yeah and i just think it like shows that like he loves all parts of him like mm-hmm. no matter what and so i thought i just i think that scene is so beautifully done and just for mary to look at steve and be like i hope you find that someday and for right. him to confirm that he had and that his name is ed mm-hmm. it was so beautiful and for mary to just like smile and like hug him afterwards was so comforting yes and just so lovely in the fact that she's just like i think it was also comforting for her in the fact where she's like she wasn't the problem in the relationship Mm -hmm. um because like as we stated before like when steed and her were like married and everything she was the one putting all the effort in Mm -hmm. and um like she didn't want to be there either but like you Mm -hmm. gotta do what you have it work Yeah. yeah So I think it was really nice for Mary to hear that and to, like, be like, it wasn't you. And, like, like obviously, Steve's like, I'm happy that you have Doug. And, like, mm-hmm. Doug is great. Like, happy for you. Keep doing what you're doing. Right, <laughs> I'm right, going right. to do my thing now, too. Right. And that they can both be happy at the end of this. 
Yeah. 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 Um, I don't want to skip ahead too much, but that was actually one of my favorite quotes in the entire episode is yeah. like, it feels easy. It's just like breathing. He mm-hmm. understands my idiosyncrasies, finds them charming even. Um, we expose each other to new things, new ideas. We laugh a lot. We just pass the time so well together. Yeah. That's got to be like, that's really prose. Like that's Jane yeah. Austen. Maybe not. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Like Jane Austen <laughs> level prose in some ways. Yeah. Because I don't know. First of all, like the line about um, how him he understands how Doug understands Mary's idiosyncrasies and how that mm-hmm. applies directly to Steed and like his little niche things and the way that he is is so special. Yeah. And I, I think it also speaks to like the larger notion of like the love that that Steed and Ed share and, and like oh, what a wonderful thing it can be to love somebody for even like the silliest bits about them, like mm-hmm. the little strange things they do. Um, so, for example, my partner he likes to um, wake up in the middle of the night and like just say things like he just talks a lot in his sleep it's yeah. kind of creepy it's actually terrifying some of the things he says are horrifying not in the sense that he's like "Ooh, you know i'm gonna kill a cat but like it's more just like what's that thing on the wall over there terrifying but i adore it yeah you know it's, it's one of those things where it's like you know maybe it's not something that everybody would be able to tolerate but because you love them you care for it so deeply it's yeah. like you know like oh whenever they laugh I get this little crinkle in their nose something like that you know Mm -hmm. um so I really appreciate that yeah uh this is kind of hard for me because I think I had a couple honorable well not honorable mentions but favorite parts um Marion Steed scene being one of them another being when Jim grabs Alu's face and kisses him yeah Um, another completely underrated television kiss because um when they last left each other there was some hesitancy about them kissing Mm -hmm. and now that Jim's back somehow um, <laughs> no explanation needed they just like they just like leave at alu because it's like they've had time to work through these things and now yeah. they're back and they're ready mm-hmm. um i love that so cute. um but yeah to that point about jim just randomly appearing back on the ship something we've been talking about a lot recently is like david jenkins logic yeah or just like the logic of our flagging stuff which is like it kind of sometimes doesn't make sense mm-hmm. um this is something i noticed last episode when uh they had ed in the holding cell when the british arrived in the ship i'm sorry but like y'all had a holding cell on the ship the entire time and you just never put the hostages there <laughs> yeah. when you had them early in the season you were keeping them out like in the sun you were like yeah when they ran away in like the second episode of the season you didn't think mm, we should just keep them in the holding cell no way <laughs> i never thought about that <laughs> like, well? until just now <laughs> Like, yeah, why not? Yeah, the logic is so funny. And that's how I know Lucius, uh, after all he's been through, is still alive. Because oh, he's fine. Why would he be dead? You I, know? There was never a moment where I'm like, oh my God, he's dead. Like, when I first watched it and he goes over, I'm like, he'll be fine. Yeah. It's not that show. It's, it's funny. Not that type of show. It's not that show. And that's what I love about it is, like, as somebody who grew up with Sherlock, I think, like, the Stephen Muffet Margatus logic is very much like, here's how he died. Here's a couple complex theories of how he died. And then yeah. it's like the. We're cleverer than you. Yeah, it's like, a, the, like Charlie with the. Uh, the, <laughs> the, white, board. the board with all of those with the it's always sunny yeah happy <laughs> Sylvia yeah and like there's so much conspiracy and it's like oh how do you do it you know and you have to spend you spent all this time when we were kids just like yeah haunted by how Sherlock could have like survived died I'm you know what this is a this is not spoiler free review of Sherlock <laughs> if you haven't watched that in the past 10 years that's on you um, also lucky you or maybe that's the best thing you could have done for yourself <laughs> yeah. but good like, job but I like that this show doesn't spend a lot of time on those details yeah because it's already very detail oriented in its own way mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to you know they could come back season two and show that Lucius survived by floating by his one wooden finger and I'd be like yes! 100% yeah and that, that would be hilarious also like yeah. hello um and, and to that point too it's like 
you don't need to spend time on all those things when you're making a good show, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter how Jim get, got back to the ship. All that matters is that they're there now and they're yeah. kissing Alu. <laughs> and it's not, uh, and it's not even like, oh, sorry, I just like short circuited thinking about that. Okay. But it's not even like, and it's not even like, um, a, like a plot issue like it's not something that i'm no. like what how did that happen you know yeah, it's not it doesn't matter it, it does not matter. i don't know why it doesn't matter but it just doesn't i think it's just because yeah. the show is good by itself but it doesn't have to withstand like perfect logic in order to function yeah um which is something that other shows i think lean on too heavily and pride themselves in and that's where they get um kind of messed up down the line when they do yeah. make a plot hole there's definitely like some shows where it's like okay but we need an explanation for mm-hmm. how this person lives but mm-hmm. also like at the end of the day, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I to this day I wonder what the plane had to do with anything. And don't worry, darling, Olivia, <laughs> if you're out there, call me. And then another scene that really got me was the end, um, mm. because mm, as mm-hmm. soon as Avalanche by Leonard Cohen starts, um, and it, this is like the end scene where Ed's suiting up. Mm. I mean, first of all obsessed with this scene because of the zooms on him putting the jacket back on and loading his knives good stuff one of my favorite scenes i think in the entire season i think about this scene all the time i talk to other people about it (laughs) because there's almost this very like and i I don't it's weird for me to say this because of the the um ambience in this scene like the mood but it's very wes anderson to have him like loading up all his knives and like putting back on his whole character it's just like you could honestly lay like some ukulele music or like one of those like like a harpsichord (laughs) over it and you just be quirky (laughs) but it's also fantastic yeah like because it's literally you're closing like the world is closing in on him he's he's coming back to blackbeard like it's it's such a good scene it's one of it literally is one of my favorites in like ever i like that you say like the world is closing in on him it is that's a really good yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, how about you? What was yours? Um, uh, yeah, another favorite of mine is that, like, I always forget it happens. Mm-hmm. Like, again, not that I forgot that it happens because it haunts me. But, like, <laughs> whenever I'm watching the show, I'm, like, so immersed in what's happening that, like, once another scene starts playing, I go, oh, no, I forgot! What, what's happening <laughs> like, now? What yeah. Now? yeah. Um, so... Right after um, Steed has his whole heart-to-heart with Mary, which is beautiful, Mm. it transitions to Ed um, on the back of the ship as Debussy plays, and it's beautiful. And he is holding the red silk, and I'm going to (laughs) cry. He's holding the red silk, but the transition between him holding it and then cutting to the scene where Steed takes it out of his hands from episode five is the smoothest freaking transition in television history. It is beautiful. She left me. Where'd she go? Oh, no. <laughs> We're both very unwell. We we just saw Steed um, reminisce on all the moments that he's had with Ed that were important to him. Mm-hmm. And for us to see Ed reflect on the you wear fine things well scene yeah i feel like it's so much because like we knew like when we first watched that like ed was like i'm gonna kiss him now oh he's not ready okay i won't but like he was clearly feeling something that moment and that was so important to them and it stuck with him because Mm -hmm. not only was it that steve was straight up flirting with him whether he knew it or not but um he like steve is the one who like we've talked about the red silk Mm. um being basically like a metaphor for Ed's heart and for Steed to take such gentle care with it. And now Ed is 
throwing it away into the ocean. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's so heartbreaking. And it made me violently sob when we were watching it today uh-huh. um, because I just wasn't emotionally prepared for that. Never am. Buckets. The living room is flooded. Also, what I really like about the flashback is it the it's closer on them mm-hmm. in this moment than it was in episode five. So when um, we see like their silhouettes against the moon, mm-hmm. um, the camera's farther back, mm-hmm. but in this one is much closer. Yeah. Um, which ah. much like you were saying how like the world is closing in mm-hmm. on him when he's transitioning into the Kraken. It's like, he was like holding that scene like close to him because mm-hmm. it's so important to him. Right. And then he just throws it away and it makes me sad, but I don't think that's the last we've seen of the red silk. Oh, I think Steve's going to find it and it's going to be a whole thing and I'm going to cry about it. It would also be uber weird if they just like it was just gone. <laughs> like, nah, that's not coming back. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's floating in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Silk is very buoyant. So <laughs> <laughs> we know this. <laughs> so, uh, Caitlin, well, who are your standout characters in this episode? Oh, Mary. One hundred percent. I I just like I agree with you in saying like I'm. I'm glad that she was like a fleshed out character mm-hmm. and the entire time, like there's no way you can root against her. No, I don't think you can. Cause she was so right in everything that she was doing. Like the entire True. time I'm like, Steve, you have no right to be mad that she's with Doug or like mm-hmm. act like, like, Oh, well like you should get rid of that title because uh, it doesn't make any sense now. Cause you're not a widow. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what you left mm-hmm. <laughs> like what are you doing yeah like that's not how this works like you have no right to be angry or whatever like you're the one who abandoned your family mm-hmm. and just the fact that she was able to thrive and just be her own person and be who she wants to be much like ed got to be who he wants to be mm-hmm. um and steed is learning and is soon able to be who he wants to be like i was really glad that she got that as well right and i also just really thought it was funny the way that she was gonna murder steed in his sleep mm. and then when he was like you were gonna <laughs> stab me in the ear hole mm. and she's just like yeah i was <laughs> like she's so nonchalant she's about it, it. She's proud, yeah. and then she's like no i thought about smothering you with a pillow i had like i was gonna gun but it wake the kids like she's thought about this mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. just to see her like um just just live her own life and just be so happy and also win in the end and mm-hmm. like have money and live with Doug and her kids and just be happy. It was just really great to see. Yes. Yeah. I really would like to see more of her someday. Me too. Yeah. I I mean, I'm super impressed by how they took this character that could have been like a one off character and made mm-hmm. me like fall in love with her actually. Yeah. Um, because I think you're absolutely right that they let her be her own person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she got to be her own person without Steed and then like that was like the remedy to things was for Steed to leave again and mm-hmm. that Steed finally somehow um, could come to understand that when he realized he was in love with Ed. Yeah. Um, amazing episode. I mean, this is an episode I think it's one that I don't watch, like rewatch quite often. If I do, just because it hurts. But I'm realizing <laughs> as I'm watching it again that it might be one of my favorites, just because. Yeah. Like there's so many details, and because I don't watch it so much, some of it just kind of hits anew. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mary is definitely one of my favorites. I would say Mary and Ed really ruled this episode for me. Yeah. Um, to me, this is their episode. Oh yeah. Um, because. I think that in the way that in um, discomfort in a Mary state kind of pulled like plucked out the in, like the the problems in Mary and, and Steed's uh, marriage, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of use that to flip and then contrast with with um, Ed, who really deeply appreciates a lot of the things that Steed does. You now see the way that Steed's decisions are having an impact on both Mary and Ed's life once again in this episode. Yeah, which is great. Um, 
I think this show does a really, really good job at mirroring, um, which I'm excited to talk about at the end of the podcast. But um, they, I think they both did an amazing job this episode. Mary's character is amazing. I, I really appreciate her. Like, mm-hmm. she's amazing. Um, when I think about the possibility of there being more, like, strong women characters in this show, she's somebody I look to just because yeah. of, I feel like, her personality um all of my favorite quotes were from her Mm -hmm. um she just does an incredible job ed obviously is just haunted and he goes through all of the phases in this episode from being tortured and sad and like crying to being like um to healing and kind of demonstrating some growth um to um not healing to like going back in this really toxic space and becoming kind of bloodthirsty and angry and mad again and like killing somebody yeah we just Tired to talk a little bit about our favorite quotes from this episode. Did you want to share yours? Well, my very favorite quote is Ed. His name is Ed because mm. I think it just the the at like the finality in which Steve says it, mm-hmm. and just like the way he's just like, oh, that's what this is. Like he's it was like his it was his italicized O moment, yeah. you know, and just like to hear him acknowledge that like he is in love. Um, whether like not even using those words like saying i'm in love mm. but um i just think that it was just so beautiful <laughs> other than that i also really liked at the beginning when izzy is telling the crew about um ed's state and mm-hmm. frenchie <laughs> frenchie goes so he's sick but he's doing well is the news <laughs> and izzy just goes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the news I also really liked when uh, Pete says, way visceral, which is <laughs> really funny to me. Um, and then another uh, favorite Mary quote is when she goes, I hate to say it, but it would have been so much better if you actually died. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a casual way in which she says that. She's like, yeah, actually. It's like, I really wish. Yeah. I also uh, really liked the scene with uh, Steed when he's talking to all of the people um, in the bar mm-hmm. and they're asking him they're like oh what's blackbeard really like and his knee-jerk instinct is to say oh he's absolutely lovely mm-hmm. which i think is so sweet and they all look at him like okay him <laughs> and then he goes i mean yeah yeah he's a bloodthirsty killer sure yeah. um but then also when um they ask him if he's killed anybody mm-hmm. and he says like he's seen death and then he just goes it changes you and like once again, Reese Darby's acting is incredible because it's like immediately the tone shifts mm. and everything is like kind of sad and despondent. And you can see how like the torment on his face of where he clearly misses being out on sea right. at the moment is like so hurtful. Ow. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> how about you? For me, both of my favorite quotes were Mary quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the one about idiosyncrasies, um, that quote that uh, she shares with Steed about Doug. Um, Ow. Um, but then another one that again has to be one of my favorites in the entire season is when they're sitting at the dinner table after Steve discovers that Mary is out uh, kind of shagging Doug Um, good for her yeah Um, it's pretty realistic he's just kind of being um, the worst about it yeah and uh, she sets down her newspaper at the table and she goes you're home fine we're married all right we made a contract in front of God, and I'm bound to honor that. But in your absence, I've made a life that I quite like, and I will not destroy that because you've chosen to abandon your family on a whim. Yeah. I'm sorry, but, like, I just – I I use that tone all the time now when I'm fighting <laughs> with somebody. I'm like, you want to do this. Okay. Okay, fine. And you, you'll do this as well. Fine. You know, it's so good. <laughs> it's just her delivery, it gets me every time. Um, so good. So that was mine. 
I can't believe we're about to talk about this. It seems like the end of an era. Yeah, I know. Or at least um, quite a long time filming and talking about this show. Yeah. But Caitlin, how did the end of this episode treat you? Where is season two? I need it. 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 Um, I, I really do love the ending of this. I love the shot of Steed it, like on the beach uh like he's literally like facing the ocean and mm-hmm. you can see like he's just like oh, yeah time to go some <laughs> like, sureness about him yeah like was missing before yeah yeah he's definitely way more sure of himself and just like to me like that shot of him like taking his rowboat and like going out into the ocean is just like him finally going into a life like a little bit more comfortable and something that he's always wanted mm. and i just think it's so like beautiful yeah. um all of the shots of him on that scene i also appreciate again even though it hurts me that we see that ed was crying so that he's not just straight up like the kraken and yeah. he's all tough and like over it and everything which but we also know because he's still kind of bound by steeds he Ascot. still has yeah. the cravat yeah, yeah which is so important to me um mm. but i really like that they showed him just so sobbing his eyes out because he's clearly not over it and he kept the lighthouse painting mm-hmm. um despite throwing everything else away so and i think that's really important to show that edward teach isn't completely like buried underneath the surface mm-hmm. you know like he's he's still there but um he's basically not allowed to show it anymore which is really really unfortunate and i just am always 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 so mad because he was healing right. and then izzy messed it all up and I'm forever mad about that. Yeah. But we'll see what happens in season two. Yeah. What, ha- what about you? I loved it. Um, I felt like it was a great place for the season to land. I think at the mm-hmm. end of episode nine, I was kind of like, oh my God, okay, they're together. Now what? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then things kind of went off on, you know, the rails after that. Um, so I thought this was a good ending because it, it not only, I think if it had been one thing, if it ended with episode nine and you see, Ed becoming upset and whatever, whatever. But I think it was great that they got to show the emotional journeys that each person, Ed, Steed, and Mary, each yeah. go on because of this decision that Steed has made. Yeah. Um, and I like that um, Ed kind of goes through all of the colors of emotion before he lands on Blackbeard or the Kraken. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to see um, where that takes him next season. Mm-hmm. I also like that, um, once again, we have the parallel of the flag being raised like it was at the end of the season. Um, yeah. And this time, it is Blackbeard's flag, but with the uh, little arrow through the, the bleeding heart. Yeah. Ow. It hurts. Um, which obviously is like the actual Blackbeard's flag, mm-hmm. which is so funny. It's almost like somebody asked a thesis question one day that was, why is there a little heart on the corner of the yeah. flag? And this happened. <laughs> and David Jenkins is like, because his heart was broken. Let me tell you about why. Here's 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah, here's 10 episodes why those exist. Um, which, obviously, those things don't compare because the real Blackbeard, we have no idea who he was, but probably insane and racist and scary. And a um, piece of shit, yeah. Kaylin, we did it. We did it, Joe. We got to the end <laughs> of season one. We have just finished ah. episode 10. Um, before we talk a little bit about season two, mm-hmm. um, I think we should definitely rate this episode on yeah. our tier list. Um, it's only right. Um, what are our tiers, Miss Girl? Our tiers are screaming down our face. Um, no, but our tier list is uh, it made me eat all of my house's drywall and the accompanying nails. Made me mentally ill, affectionate, neutral like my pH balance, ment- made me mentally ill, foreboding, and Riverdale Core. Riverdale Core. 
Where have you put this on your tier list? So I really feel bad for all the contractors I've had to hire to rebuild my house <laughs> um, over and over again because I keep eating all the drywall and nails. But girls got to eat and sustain herself. Um, it's making me eat all the drywall and new company nails. Um, I, I, I can't rank it any lower. Um, I, there's hardly, I don't think I rated anything lower than the neutral um all season but i mean there wasn't anything to be so fair that happened this season that was riverdale core no and if like, anything <laughs> riverdale core happens next season i think i'll be wholly disappointed and surprised <laughs> i we made the tier list knowing nothing was gonna go I there think the <laughs> only justifiable reason to rate something riverdale core other than it being shitty is if a literal me- like if fucking um cole sprouse cole sprouse shows himself up. shows up yeah kj appa yeah kj appa if they're not in this next season then it's not worth it for us to ever use yeah. that rating for this show specifically is it even worth it yes i there's not an episode that i dislike about this show mm-hmm. and um i have high hopes that they'll continue next season because i'm just really excited and i trust the writers to do a good job mm-hmm. this episode just makes me so batshit insane because <laughs> it's i just remember ending it and being like um, so when's season two coming out and mm-hmm. when we finished it we didn't know if that was ever going to happen mm-hmm. um so that was agony but even knowing that it's coming and that they finished filming at this point um of recording which is january uh it's still agony not having it and i still mm-hmm. i still like i think it's the first show that i've watched where i've been so into it and so excited that like i can't believe that we're gonna be getting new scenes and new characters and like we're all gonna see them again and i can't wrap my tiny brain around it yeah and i'm excited and i'm scared but i'm nervous but i'm excited and i'm emotional about it but i'm so excited (laughs) (laughs) um for me this episode um, I'm going to put this at mentally ill affectionate. And mm-hmm. it's not because I don't want to eat any more of my house's drywall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's simply because I don't think I could rate any episode. I don't want to put too many episodes up there with episode nine in part. And also because I have a, I have a lot of mental, mentally unwell affection for Mary. Yeah. And I want to make sure that I capture the affection that I have for Mary yeah. in my rating. Hence, I'm putting it at that level on the tier list. I like it. So, Caitlin, before we hop off and conclude this series, I think we should talk a little bit about season two, which we have a little bit already. But I think it would be worth it for us to rehash first and foremost. What are you excited about for season two? Uh, I'm excited to see it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited for a a release date. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm really excited to just see how... Um, so, of course, this episode ended with um, Steed finding the crew abandoned. Uh I want to... I'm so excited for that conversation, for him to be like, what happened (laughs) yeah yeah um and just like for his uh journey to finding ed and Mm -hmm. how quickly are they gonna find each other i've always felt strongly about them seeing each other again at the end of episode three of season two Mm -hmm. um like a parallel thing to parallel the fact that they first met each other at the end of episode three in season one um, I think that'd be really cool. All we need to see is them see each other. Some amazing song plays, and then it cuts to black. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. And that'll be great. Um, good enough for me. Good enough for me. Ah! <laughs> yeah, it's just our prayer again. Yes, it sure is. It's my prayer. <laughs> it's my prayer. 
Uh, I really like that. Um, I'm interested to see if there will be any new characters popping mm. up and who that may be. There are two things, well, three things that I'm really interested in is one, how Lucius survived because we all know he did. You can't fool us. Um, two, when Steed finds the red silk, will it just become a part of his wardrobe? Will mm. he like hand it back to Ed? And is that how like they start their conversation again? Great question. I really like the headcanon that Ed didn't get rid of anything in Steed's wardrobe. And we had the auxiliary wardrobe, the secret yeah, wardrobe, if you the will. The secret wardrobe, yeah. um, because no one else in the crew knows about that, and I don't think Ed would have shown them that, mm-hmm. and we don't see them go into it at all. Mm-hmm. So I still think that everything is in there, and um, the lighthouse painting uh, might go in there sometimes, too. Uh, maybe when he doesn't want Izzy or anyone else to see that he kept it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. I'm also super interested in how Jim and Frenchie are going to be next season. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people really want them to get their uh, <laughs> their black beard like leather mm-hmm. <laughs> outfits, which I think would be really be dope. cool. Yeah. Um, but I'm really interested to see their dynamic and like if they both will like team up together and try to like I don't know like maybe go against Ed in some way. I really think that they wouldn't take his shit, you know, mm-hmm. especially Jim. Yeah. Like, I feel like Jim would be like, get your head out of your ass. Like, what is all this about? Like, mm-hmm. what happened? And um, if Lucius is, in fact, hiding in the walls, um, I think he'll talk to Ed about that, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to being reintroduced to Steed again as the person he is mm-hmm. um, post-fuckery and post-everything that he's been through with Ed and since that Mary. Yeah. Um, something that he mentions in this last episode is like that death changes you. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of in this place where I'm like, say more about that. Like how has death changed you? We yeah. obviously see that he's super aggressive with Doug when he shows up to Mary's art show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm kind of looking forward to see more of that person next season. Somebody who maybe is Me like too. a little more not bloodthirsty, but like less likely to take shit now that he's kind of learned the ropes of what it is to be a pirate. Yeah. Um, I think he's still learning and he's still going to be the same um the same little guy. <laughs> the same little guy. <laughs> as before. But I really hope that we see his growth this season. Um and likewise I hope that Ed gets to heal this season from everything that happened to him last season and mm-hmm. does not spend the whole season. Though if he did I wouldn't be surprised like in the horrors of the Kraken. Yeah. Um I don't think they're gonna make up right away. No. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a while. I am also very much looking forward to hopefully having um, Alu and Jim reunite. Um, that'd be nice, and also Lucius coming back um, because he's obviously not dead. He's not dead. You can't fool me, like <laughs> David Jenkins, Nathan Fode. Y'all can like show up to my house with like photographs of Lucius being dead his dead body corpse or it didn't happen corpse or it didn't happen yeah that's a terrifying thing to ask an actor for <laughs> <laughs> that's super scary the character's corpse corpse or it didn't happen yikes um all right um, and then you know I, I i'm excited for more of the crew um i want to learn more of their backstories mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i want more buttons more buttons i want more Weejan. i want more frenchy um i just i want more swede yeah 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I just am really excited for them to hopefully reunite by the end of the season, not just Ed and Steed, but, like, the entire crew. Yes. Um, And I want some good filler episodes. I just want some episodes where nothing happens, but, like, some <laughs> things happen, but they're just fun things, not sad things. Yeah. David. Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please let them be fun. Please Happy. let them be fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us Yay. for another episode of Blue by Moonlight and for our Flag Means Death Season 1 series. If you are watching us on YouTube, then please be sure to like, subscribe, and comment. And if you are listening on Spotify or one of your other favorite podcast streaming services, then don't forget to give us a like or a rating or whatever they do Follow on us. said streaming app. They do all the things. They Unclear. Unclear. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> so join us again when season two comes out. We'll be sure to release um, some videos where we have some little chitty chat about that. Oh, yeah. Or perhaps even react to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and please also stick around because we'll be reviewing other movies, television, and books as the year goes on. Woohoo! Whee!